What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UGR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. Well, good morning. Praise the Lord. Sorry about the little jingles. I am here live with you. It is Sunday morning in the Word where we study the Word of God systematically, and I'm delighted to be with you today. The Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but one who rightly divides or correctly handles the Word of Truth. And so we're going to handle the Word of Truth this morning and continue our commentary that we begin on Thursday. And really what we're doing is reviewing who we are, what we have, and also what we can do. And that's what we've kind of uh, coined the concept around it. And what I'm doing is going over some scriptures that really should be fundamental right before we enter into what I've coined as a season of faith, and that it's important that we establish our beliefs. And, and we're going to talk about how to, in, the, um, in our first series, of how to establish our belief, because anybody can say, okay, well, just believe God. Well, well how do you do that? <laughs> you know, uh, how do you believe God? Those are the questions that <sighs> the various things that we are going to to deal with. Amen? So let's pray, spread the word that we are on again, and we're going to be on for some quite a few uh Sunday morning studying the Word of God. Um, I might do a few, maybe a week or two of uh, more commentary, but in June we're going to go into a new format of teaching so that way it can be a little more concise. The Lord told me to break down my sections into three sections with five points expressed within those sections, and then um, um, and then also um, 
to go very concisely through points so that way when we come through the teaching, you will have a, a comprehensive um, uh, outline and plan on what you're doing. So we're going to go through a number of scriptures today, and I normally, when I would run through scriptures as I would today, give you a um, a whole list. But because of the amount, I just want you to flow with me as best as you can. And so I'm I'm going to go pretty uh, fast-paced, but at the end of the day, as you become accustomed to turning or getting some type of modern technology, you'll be able to keep up. Okay, and if you know your Bible real well and you're a Bible turner, it's a great opportunity to get that. All right, amen. So thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. Today, we are live. It is Sunday morning in the Word. It's a wonderful time for the Word of God to go forth, and I think God is going to be pleased and glorified for the things that have happened. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your Word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Glasses. And, Father, and everything that shall be accomplished and revealed, you be glorified. For it is in the name of the Lord Jesus that we do praise you. And give you glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was trying to, I remember when I was praying that I need my glasses um, because of the amount of reading and stuff that I want to do. I want to be as accurate as possible. <laughs> Interesting morning. Y'all pray for me. Amen. 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 I want to revisit this concept of commentary. Commentary or comments that are particularly emphasized to bring about points to get us to consider or reconsider truths that are necessary for us to implement and act on. It is these commentaries where they're not necessarily confined to to titles for the sake of having a smorgasbord or variety of concepts that lead us to a path of truth. And that's what we want to do, come to the path of truth. Jesus said in his word that he is the way and the truth and the life. No one can come to God but by him, or no one can approach the Father but through him, John 14, 6. So for for this cause, we want to look unto Jesus and find these things. He also said in the same chapter in verse 12, he said, greater things or greater works shall you do because he goes to his Father. And if we are given those greater works, we know we know that those works are activated to please God. Jesus said also in his word in Matthew twenty one, twenty two, that all things are possible. Whatsoever you do ask whatsoever things ye shall ask in prayer, believe that ye shall receive. So one of the first things that we know we know that we've been given a charge to do all things through Christ that strengthens us, Philippians 4.13. But it also lets us know in this particular passage of, of that, that our first awakening or activating these processes is to believe that we receive. 
And so it is our belief that activates the power and the promises and the provisions of God to take place in our lives. It's when we believe God and when we act on what we believe that causes those things that from the page to leap off into our lives and become our reality. But we have to engage, engage that system. And we engage that system through believing that we will receive those things which we have observed that Christ said we can have. So with the all things through Christ and greater works, and no one comes to God but through Jesus, and Jesus is Christ our Lord, then we're given this we're giving this charge in Colossians. Amen. We're given this charge in Colossians chapter three, that if we are risen with Christ, if Christ and of course of course Christ is, is the ultimate state that Jesus was attaining. That and that was the highest level of the anointing capsulized in a human being. And the mystery that, that has been hid from all ages is that Christ is in us. Glory to God. That we have that same ability to attain the highest ability. That word anointing really means divine ability. But we have the capability to receive that ability because Christ is not only with us, and he's not only for us, but he's also in us. That's that's where this commentary picks up because it's not until we understand who we really are and what we have that what, what we can do that we can take these promises, provisions, and plans that God has and place them in our reality because God doesn't want us to have a theoretical experience. He wants us to experience the very thing that he said we can attain by faith in him. So if we be risen with Christ, we seek those things which are above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Not only do we do that, we do that by setting our affections, meaning that at the end of the day, the things which, which, that please us and the things which please God are affixed in our heart to be controlled and governed by God. Right, we set up, we set our affections, we set our affections, and then it says, it also says, not on things on earth, for ye are dead, and our, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, now listen, He that went from not only being our Lord but our life, Jesus was our Lord, Christ is our life. You can do all things through Christ. That gives you the strength. And sometimes we we condition we conditionalize that because then we start singing songs like "There is none like you." Well, that's not true with this. Christ is our life. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall also appear. But listen, what state shall we appear with Him in? In glory. In glory. In other words, that that beauty, that radiance, that weight that God carries, that makes Him who He is will then be embodied within us when we allow him not only Jesus to be our Lord, but Christ to be our life. And so this, this, this teaching here is what is not being taught. It's not being communicated through songs. You know, I love the, the closest song that we have out there is Christ is enough for me. But the scripture to lets us know to live is Christ. So for the Christians, their, their highest attaining to, uh, uh, to, to, um, to achieving exploits from God 
and to achieving things from God is by identifying themselves with Christ. And then we can go to this scripture that charges us. It charges us that I've gone through these scriptures before, but I want to make certain that 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 we understand this to a, to a greater degree. Christ is our life. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who is at work within you, willing and working, uh, working his own good pleasure. That's what the literal translation says. Is 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 when God when God becomes the inside and the outside of us, right? Now let's go on and fortify that because see we we want God to have uh, preeminence in our life, and that's what the, the the Book of Colossians introduces us to. Now, why do I say this? I want this understood uh, real quick. Just a side note: Why do I want this to be understood before we get into faith? Because there's an attack on authentic faith. There's, there's, there, are, there are several thoughts out there. Uh, and, of course, you know, with the, mis, um, with the mis, um, misinterpretation of the scripture, we have, we have, a, we have an independent uh, complex when it comes to attaining things through faith, and and what we've done is we've honed in on those things, which which have taken faith out of this category, which is spiritual. And so, what we're saying we're doing was, which is really not faith at all, to get what we desire, which is really playing God, not God rewarding us, rewarding us for our faith or our faithfulness in Him. There's 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 a there is a a, a numbing or a dumbing down of what faith is all about, and so when we when we start talking on faith and what faith is, there will be a group of people that won't be able to correlate that claim Christianity because they've only developed faith to get what they want, and that's not faith. That's just a discipline to get what you want, and that's not. And then ultimately, they do things. To, to be the hand of God versus the hand of God being upon them and attaining those things that God gives them through God and God alone, you know. And so a lot of times, you know, because they got a good work ethic and they're able to make plans, they'll say, well, God gave, no, God didn't give you that. You, you'd plan that. You strategically implemented an idea and the idea came to pass because you were able to back it up. And it could be you the whole time. That's the scary part about it. God may not be involved. God may not be. God, it may not be sanctioned because it was never promoted by the will of God. It was never for God's glory. That was for your pleasure. And because we've read scriptures about pleasures and 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 God giving us desires of our heart, and we creating a definition that faith is the substance of things hoped for, which can make it anything. And and then instead of dissecting what that word hope was and how its connotation is 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 connected to eternal perspectives, which is the the blessed hope or the blessed assurance that we have in heavenly things for God's kingdom, God's operation to take full effect in our life, we will reduce it to what we desire. And so everything that we implement by faith then becomes becomes, and I can say this because I've been taught by the faith movement, so y'all can't come at me. I know too much about the word for, you know, but so I, I know what's out there. 
you know, because they're, they're like, okay, I want a new house. I need to add faith to it. No, you don't need a faith for a new house. You need a plan. I need faith. I want this car. I have a desire for a car. God will give you the desires of your heart if you walk upright. That has nothing to do about faith. That's not the agenda of God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that means that God's system is, is, is revealed through faith. That's why we walk by faith. We govern ourselves by faith if we seek first the kingdom of God. So as we go into a study and a season of authentic faith, we're going to have to know exactly where God sees us, where we should see ourselves, what we really have, and what we really can do. And I'm telling you, just getting a wish list <clears throat> and seeing those things to come to pass are far deluding faith than they are empowering faith. Because that's just, that's just really a, a, a narcissistic way to attain things that you can attain on your own if you just use your mind. And faith is bigger than your mind and your concepts about what you can achieve. The scripture says in Ephesians 3.20, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly above all that we can ask of him, according to the ability or the power that worketh within us. That's the power of God. It works within us. So there's things that, that, um, that we can do. First John 4, 4 says, Great is he that's within us than he that's within the world. These are greater concepts than what we desire, what we hope, and what we think we can achieve. And trust me, you don't want to build your life on things that are temporal. You want to build your hope on things. The scripture, the, the, the songwriter said, build your hope on things eternal. And there, there's an eternal perspective that is awakened through faith that we must learn to achieve. God is able to make all grace abound to us, having all sufficiency in everything, that we may abound unto every good work. And so faith without works, <clears throat> James 4 says, <clears throat> is dead. And why does he say that? Because the work that we work on is the work of belief. The, belief, the Bible says this is the works of God, to believe on the one whom he sent. <clears throat> So when we talk about engaging a world of faith and engaging engaging the promises and the plans and the pursuits of God, it all becomes alive to us when we believe that we receive those things. Do you get my point? I went all the way around a bunny trail to get you to that point of what exactly do we believe? What exactly do we believe? Do we believe on just getting desires of our of of our mind and what we think we want, or do we look deeper for bigger meanings and realities? And though there are things that awaken awaken that process to our world, and it's not just thinking about little wish lists that we have in our minds. The scripture says that he wants us to know what is exceeding greatness of his of the ability of God in our on our behalf who believe. This is Ephesians nineteen through twenty three in the literal translation. It says according to the strength of his might, which he wrought in Christ when Christ raised from the dead. Now listen, when it is listen, Jesus died, but he rose as Christ. 
that same power, he dispersed among all those that believe on his name. That power resides then on the inside of us, in our spirit, which is our heart to the Lord. A man thinks in his heart, so of course he's not talking about his his intellect, but it's talking about his core, his core being of understanding, which is our spirit. Our spirit is the candle of the Lord, and it delights in his way. So it is our spirit man that grasps these, these concepts that bring strength, and, and that resurrection of the dead reminds us that once he raised from the dead, we also were raised with him. And the scripture goes on to let us let us know that we are laboring, laboring together with him. For we are God's fellow workers. We are God's husbandry, God's building. We are one with God. We're housing the very essence of who God really is. Those are powerful statements. Um, and it's and it's not until we really grasp that that we really attain um, attain the promises of God. Galatians four nineteen lets us know that he says, "My little children, of whom I again travail until Christ be formed in you, that Christ must be formed in us." How does it? How is it formed? We believe that we receive those things which he has promised us to have. We believe that we receive those things that creates that inheritance on the inside of us. See, if I don't believe that he has equipped me with all things that pertain to life and godliness, I won't raise my standard to where he is, where my affections are set, and where my life is hid with Christ in God. See, and and, and of course, I, I say it all the time that he's not Lord of all. He's not Lord at all. And 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 what's happening today? If he's not Lord, then he's he's not our life. And Christianity is the reality of Christ in our life. They use it as an insult. We use it as an affirmation to remind us of who we are, what we have, and what we we can do. We can do all things through Christ. That strengthen us. It is Christ within us who is the hope of glory. You get what I'm saying? And while we to live is Christ, to die is gain. Our life is here with Christ in God. Those scriptures are all powerful for us. We don't sing there is none like Him. Those that are in Christ, that are really in Christ, they don't sing that. You know why? Because there are some like Him. There are some that are not only like him, but there are some that are in him. They are seated with him in heavenly places. Glory to God. Now, that's all the word. Now, you can choose to believe the word, or you can choose to believe your songwritings. And which one will outweigh will depends on your character and your integrity. Amen. So it tells us to grow in grace and the knowledge, listen, of our Lord and Savior, not only Jesus, but Jesus who? Jesus Christ. And, and that's where we got to develop as the body of Christ. We need to we need to learn and and to be filled. That's what the apostles prayed in Colossians chapter one that 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 we uh, that we be filled with the knowledge of His will, with all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Meaning we we we're going to have that complete and exact knowledge 
that causes us to be empowered, that we might know those things which eyes have not seen and which ears have not heard, which have not entered into the hearts, which God has prepared for them that love uh, love him, and God reveals it to them by his spirit, First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. So it says, For who among men knoweth the things of man save the spirit of man, which is in him? Which is where? In him. See, this is the thing. The, the, the world wants to keep you from looking within. Even the things of God knoweth none save the spirit or accept the spirit of God. So this is what this is what the limiting and the limitations of the world wants to do. Prevent us from taking it up to the next level in life. To believe that we have received. And when I say received, I'm putting the E D on the end past tense, meaning that what when when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there came a, a package of inheritance with promises, provisions, and plans which God had already worked out before the foundation of the world. And then he empowered it and he and he housed it within our body. Glory to God. By his spirit, so that we could attain these things through faith. Amen. Through faith. We inherit the promises of God. Through faith we receive the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Through faith we obtain these good reports. For through faith we understand it is impossible. To please God without faith. Glory to God. Because anyone that comes to God must believe what that he is. Who is he? He's Christ in us, the hope of glory, and that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Why? Because we live to live as Christ. We're embedded in that. So you can't you can't take that away from our salvation. You can't take that away from our connection with God. You can't take that away from us. And if Christ be not risen, we are most miserable, the scripture says. That's why I challenge us to read Ephesians 5.12. Be imitators, therefore, be therefore imitators of God as beloved children. See, when you're children of God, you do what God does. You act like he acts. You love what he loves. You hate what he hates, and you do what he did. Do you get what I'm saying? Because... We walk in love even as Christ also, even as Christ also loved you and gave up himself for us. And you will not come into that reality until you you embrace embrace who you are, what you have, and what you can do. And that's what Jesus should point us to when we see him in the scripture. When we see the Lord Jesus in the scripture, glory to God. Hallelujah. For your word. But when we see Jesus in the scripture, we should see a man that got it right. Not only a man that got it right, but a man that made it possible for us to attain those same benefits and qualities in the flesh on earth as it is in heaven. He not only, we were, um, and I don't want to give this up because I know um, Dr. Selena is going to teach on this one day. And she had asked a question that provoked us and other thoughts and, and things, so I know she's going to qualify this, but I'll give you a, 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 a teaser. And that is, Jesus 
when he taught us how to pray, when, when, when you pray, say, Our Father, he not only uh, in that scripture gave instructions, but he actually fulfilled that prayer when he raised from the dead. So much so that we don't have to pray that today because it's fulfilled when we walk in who we really are and what we really have and what we can do. There are things that we don't have to pray today because we know the will of God when they didn't know at the time he told them to pray. And so there was a there was a dispensation there was dispensational clauses or there were things that were conditioned to the place that they were at that limited them from receiving what Jesus wanted them to really embody at that time. But when he translates uh, us into right standing with God, the whole nature of the real Lord's prayer changes. And so that scripture on instructions on how to pray and praying the Lord's prayer is two different scriptures. Amen. And so, um, and and that's a whole nother commentary that would take me too long to get into. But I just want to give you a little more. Jesus, we have confidence in embodying who Christ is because of what Christ achieved. And and we and we know that Christ achieved those things, became from a pure place. He was fully converted to the will of God. He didn't do anything but what God wanted him to do. In John eight twenty eight, Jesus said, I always do the things that are pleasing to my Father. Amen. Not to himself, but to his Father. The scripture says in Colossians 5, we, we, have, we have an unveiling. Uh, we are, well, well, I'll get to that in one second. I'll go back to that. But, um. We ought to be imitators of God. Well, we only imitate God when we do what he do, say what he say, love what he loves, and did like he did. And the reason why we say did because he's already done everything that he's going to do. Amen? Now, Jesus, we, we have confidence. Listen, I, I made a, a point in this commentary that we have confidence in Jesus because Jesus was converted to do everything that God wanted him to do. Not only was he converted to do everything that God wanted him to do because he decided to do, he said, not, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. But we also have confidence in him because of what he has made to be for us. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, it says, But of him ye are in Christ Jesus, who was made unto us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So listen. Jesus in the houses, in Jesus Christ in the houses, the wisdom of God, the righteousness of God, what it means to be sanctified in God, and what it means to be redeemed, his plan, or the plans of God. All of that is housed in the man Jesus. That's why we look unto Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. Matthew 28, 11, 8, 28 18 says, all authority has been given unto him in the heaven and the earth. That authority, which is the, our, our members to his body. It also states that we have been given the measure of the gift of Christ. What is Christ? Christ is made to, to be righteousness, sanctification, and redemption in wisdom. Amen? And if that's the case, 
That is the measure which is the gift of Christ. In other words, you'll you'll hear the word in Ephesians and Romans. You'll hear two two times that the word measure is used. He had dealt unto every man the measure of faith, right? And then he had dealt unto every man the measure of Christ, or the measure of the gift of Christ, which lets you know. And you all you have to do is do a search on the word measure in the scripture, and you'll see where the word measures are used. I'm just speeding it up for you so you can already get to the point. And the two occasions it's used in that context is both used to point unto Jesus. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, so he embodies what faith is. And then, of course, uh, in 470 Ephesians, grace or God's power on our behalf was given to us according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So whoever he is, whatever he embodied, to the extent, and the word measure is to the extent, to the extent of our faith, to the extent of our of our gift in Christ. Whatever he is is what we have. We have all of him. We don't have portions of him. We, we have all of him. That's why we give thanks unto the Father who has given us the ability to enjoy and to share our inheritance in the saints in light, according to Colossians 1.12. Ye are of God, little children. <clears throat> Ye are of God, because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world, John 4.4. 4. And then it says, listen, in John chapter 3, verses 5 through 8, except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. We got to remember what we house on the inside of us. The scripture says in First Corinthians one nine, He has called us to the fellowship of His Son. Therefore, as you have received Christ in Colossians two six, as Lord, so walk ye in Him, rooted and built it up in Him, and established in your faith, even as you were taught, abounding with thanksgiving. If 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 then ye were raised together with Christ, seek those things above and set your affection. That's right. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. For ye have set your mind on the things which are above, not on things which are on earth. Glory to God. And then he tells us Christ is our life. Glory to God. That's where we started. Of course, we can look at the scriptures to affirm our identity and our fellowship with Christ and in Christ. But it's not until we believe that we receive it, that we receive it. It's not until that we believe that we receive it, that we'll see that grace abound to every good work, having all sufficiency in everything. Amen? Amen. Now, the scripture lets us know that for all things are for yours, your sake. And he says, listen, he is the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. Amen. I think that's enough for today. Praise the Lord. I think we 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 we've scratched the surface. I may do a few more commentary, but I, I want you to hear who you are, what you have, and what you can do. 
And it's all possible because of the Lord Jesus Christ that we do thank him and give him glory. Um, It's one thing to say that you are a Christian. Don't believe everybody that says that. It's another thing to take on this nature that we have. We are partakers of of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world. Don't let the world identify you and put you in a box. Let it all hang out. Let Christ be Lord, let Jesus be Lord, and let Christ be life. And if that combination comes together and takes full residence and access in your life, you'll never be the same. Things will happen to you that will blow your mind. Things will happen to you that will empower you to become what you need to be in order to achieve God's best. Amen, amen, and amen again. We know that the word of God is the power of God unto salvation and that you will never be the same in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the broadcast today. We know that we we just only begin to uh, scratch the surface. And as you can see, um, I gave you more words than I gave you more commentary because my commentary truly is to identify with the word of God. I wanted to show us some things about who we are, what we have, what we can do, and that until we de- develop a simple resolve to believe that we receive, those things will only be a theory. It will only be a theory. And when the scriptures themselves can, cannot awaken you to change, then how big is your God? He said, if you can't even believe the words that I'm saying, why, why do you declare that you believe me? It's a sad reality when we profess to know a God that we don't even believe his words. And the church is, is doing a, 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 a great disservice by diminishing the value of the written word of God. We're more willing to hear what others have to say about God than what God actually says about us. And and because of the lack of time and diligence in seeking the presence of God and the, and the passages that promote who we are, what we have, and what we can do, we're missing out on the life and the quality of life which God in Christ Jesus had died for us to achieve. I got to stop at some point in your life and you got to say, for God I live and for God I die. Father, I thank you, Lord, that your word will take a new place in our hearts and that we will see the potency and the potentials that we have in being in you, embodying our convictions so that we'll we'll see the relevance as to behind what we deem as rhetoric when it's really your word that's come to make us free. Help us not miss the moments and the times where your grace is unleashed for our benefit and our expansion. Help us to truly live and walk by faith and not by sight. Father, as we journey into this season, the special season of performing great wonders and signs on the earth that bring you glory and 
and magnify the power and the potential in your name. I pray that someone would say, what must I do to be saved? Well, in doing so, Father, we know that the word says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved for the mouth. With the mouth, confession is made to salvation. And if you pray that prayer, I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you're saved. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. We're out of time, but not out of content. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.